Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field report. Last part of last week, I went to visit some fields out in Iowa. That state has been on the drought map for five months, so I expected to see some pretty tough stuff. I traveled as far as uh, Peyton, Iowa, southwest of Fort Dodge. There I did see some fields with drought stress, but many fields looked better than I expected. Uh, that corn was holding on pretty good. Got out in the fields in the Cedar Falls area. They looked really good. The guys showed me their rain totals, and they were five to seven inches off of normal. But nobody told the corn crop it was short because it really looked pretty good for the water that they're dealing with. So a lot can be said to timely rains, uh, getting roots deep in the spring and then timely rains to carry it on through. Now the disease pressure there in the corn uh, was high. We did actually make the call to spray some fields twice out there. The pressure was uh, coming back at a vengeance. The beans, uh, mainly we were dealing with white mold and SDS, but they too looked better than, uh, than I expected. Nobody told them that it was dry out there either. We did travel up to north central Iowa, up to Osage. Got in the fields with Joe up there. Here too, heavy disease pressure building up there. They went from being dry to 5 to 11 inches of rain and wind the night that we left. Soybeans are showing both SDS and white mold. I do believe white mold will tap their yields up there. There's a lot of white mold showing up, and I think it's going to uh, back yields up 10, 15, and some fields 20%. Here locally, this crop has really changed in the last 7 to 10 days. That cocktail mix of this disease pressure we are dealing with is bringing a lot of fields to their knees. Even fields sprayed with fungicide are going to die before they get to black layer in some cases. You know that perfect finish, that picture photo finish that you want is the top of the plant green with the husk turning ripe. That's getting harder and harder to find as you visit these fields. Most fungicides have now run their course and the diseases are running rapid. I'm not sure when the last time we saw so much disease pressure coming from so many fronts. The GLS, the northern leaf blight, the southern rust, the crown rot, the physoderm, the anthracnose top kill. And now we can add gossiswelt to the list. We found some gossiswelt in Iowa last week. And this week we found it in some fields north of Pontiac, as well as here at Hayworth, and another field close to Leroy. Hadn't seen it yet, but it's now there. All of this late push on disease will work against our D hybrids. Many fields, instead of packing on starch the last 20 days, are now hustling to get to black layer. Some fields won't make black layer, especially those that didn't get sprayed. They'll put in what I call is a gray layer, and this corn will won't dry down very fast. So it's like frost damaged corn. Uh, it relies totally on the temperature and humidity of the growing day to change that moisture. This pressure has come late enough that we're still going to have some good yields, maybe even some record yields. But this disease has taken out our dehybrids and backed them up from record setting yields to just good yields. 
Another thing we're finding in the areas that got that high June 19th high winds, you know, that laid the corn down for a few days and then it straightened back up. Any of our L1 hybrids have taken a hit here. The gooseneck plants, if it's an L1, the gooseneck plants are producing a 28 to 30 long ears, cob and all. They're filled to the tip, but they're only 28 long. Our SDSC treatment plots are now starting to show up from the road. Most SDS locally, though, is coming slow enough, late enough, that I think we'll survive it in pretty good shape. I do believe, though, we'll be selling fungicides off of the 2021 plots for years. If they're going to make a commercial, this is a year to do it. On the pest front, the last two weeks have been an army worm Armageddon. The army worms have been marching across lawns and hay fields, so most alfalfa fields had to be sprayed. Anybody with second crop beans, guys, keep an eye on them. Reports of them marching across roads. Now you know why they call them army worms. We have some leaf feeding going on in some of the bean fields with the bean leaf beetle, especially some of the same areas that were heavy last year. Again, watch those areas for pod feeding. Uh, you don't want to lose, especially in your seed fields, you don't want to use, lose your seed premium. We had a few fields last year that got kicked out. We don't want that to happen again. Pest teams, I see this, see it right now. We have a lot of corn hustling to the finish. It's going to land right on top of the bean harvest. It is essential that we stay on top of each field for stock quality as we start our push test. Some of these fields aren't passing now, and they won't be much better in 30 days. Matter of fact, they'll be a lot worse. We need to have a harvest priority list, a pecking order, and how these fields are going to come out. Managers, pucker up and buy some dryer gas. Not all of this crop is going to stand. If you plan on letting it dry down in the field, we could have trouble. This is still a big crop, boys. But let's not turn this into a down corn November nightmare. Don't walk away from it now. Take it to the finish line. Crews have finished up the summer testing packets and they're getting the fall packets ready uh, right now. So now's the time to turn in your fall testing needs so they can get the maps ready for the ground crew as harvest starts. To stay up to date, check out our website at croptechinc.com and subscribe to our podcast, Boots in the Field Report. Keep her safe, keep her moving.